0: Happened.
1: I think it was me trying to use my headphones. That but...
0: Okay, so welcome. <laughs> welcome to the pilot episode of the Draco Music Podcast. It's a pilot episode, so we have to have issues. And Tyler's having some audio issues to where he can't hear us, but he's still, like, broadcasting out and we can hear him. So hopefully we got all those issues out of the way. Hold up. And Sweet, is it working now? Can you hear us, Tyler? Yeah,
1: I'm just not going to use the headphones. I think I'm good without them.
0: Awesome. Sorry. We're just telling everyone that you have issues, which is a pilot episode. And you've got yeah. to have issues during a pilot episode. That's like podcasting rule number one.
1: Yeah, um, I was supposed to do that.
0: <laughs> right? This was all stage, people. This was all stage. Just to give the illusion that we are having a proper pilot episode. Um, Anyway, so what we're going to do with this is uh, I think we decided we're just going to all give an introduction of ourselves a little bit and then go into, like, what we're doing with Durango Music. And then um, we're going to bullshit about some of the newsworthy stuff happening, uh, showcase showcase some people real quick that we want to. And after that, I guess we're just shooting a shit until we decide to bag it. Uh, does anyone want to go first? Or
2: should I? Yeah, I don't think you're the, yeah. you're the you guy.
0: Okay, sweet. So my name's Nate Ammond. Um, I've been a Durango local pretty much all my life, except for middle school and high school when I was in Southern Oregon. Uh, live out in the womenouch. I'm hardcore boater trash. Make a shit ton of money in porn, which is seeding this whole venture, and it's really exciting what we're doing. I'll talk a lot more about it here in a bit after everyone else introduces themselves.
2: Sweet. Hi, guys. I'm, I'm uh, Cody Kaufman. A lot of you probably know me from running the Starlight Open Mic Night been in Colorado my whole life, uh, all over the state, uh, been seated down in Dolores for about 10 years now. And uh, yeah, I've always been a part of the musical scene and uh, look forward to sharing this out with everybody and, you know, kind of growing it out a little bit.
1: Well, my name is Tyler. I am, uh, first and foremost, you know, I'd say I'm just a musician. I've been playing in the scene in Durango for a handful of years now, probably like three years, playing around the Four Corners area. I played in a Funkadeligrass band called Liver Down the River. (laughs) And hit the road with them, got some experience just kind of playing a lot of live shows and getting to know the music scene. And now I teach music lessons and play locally here in Durango. And, uh, you know, I'm pretty excited about the elements of this podcast that like, you know, can touch about what we're gonna do with Durango music, like the different things we can actually roll out and, you know, help people hopefully during this time, that's kind of a... If you're a musician in this area, it's a pain in the ass right now. Not, you know, there's no gigs. Uh, you can't sell your music because there's no gigs to, like, tell people about it at. The best you can do is go live on Facebook and hope your friends are, like, drinking wine and sitting around in their pajamas. What? Yeah, or whiskey, you know. But people are... All of my friends turned into, like, unemployed. You know, all my, like, working musician friends more or less became unemployed overnight. And some of these people have kids, you know? So I think there's a real opportunity to use this platform, hopefully to, like, help some people creating art and our community sustain themselves throughout this uh, difficult time, you know. So hopefully we can touch on, you know, some of that short-term stuff, and then also talk about what we want to accomplish with Durango music as a long-term thing for the scene, you know, beyond Corona support. Some of the stuff we can do to like you kind know, of. Help bands and venues down the road. So.
0: Hell yeah, definitely. And I think that's a perfect segue to talk about that. Before that, like I told you guys before we went live, I suck at fucking housekeeping. So, some quick housekeeping. Uh, we did decide that, I know we're streaming on Sunday and Easter Sunday, like we picked the best day ever. Uh, but we are going to, this is going to be a weekly series. Um, we, we decided on Thursdays at 6, uh, 6 p.m. Mountain time, obviously. Um, And, yeah, we are going to be featuring other people. If you do want to be featured yourself, definitely get a hold of us. And just so people know where they can watch us, I don't know where everyone's watching right now, but currently we are streaming to our Facebook group, our Facebook page, our YouTube channel, and our Twitch channel, which is interesting. I just now started streaming to Twitch, but we have the ability to, so why not? And we had one open one that we could do. So right now we're also streaming to Cody's channel. Uh, It will also be available here, the archive on Vimeo. Uh, Vimeo, BitChute, DTube, uh, SoundCloud, the audio version. And as soon as we get enough to really format the podcast and submit all the places, everywhere from iTunes and Stitcher. So come join us 6 p.m. every Thursday and yeah, if you want to be featured, get a hold of us. You can do it through any of the social media. You can email info at com, And you can, uh, there's a contact form on the site, <coughs> the email address, holler at anyone in this podcast personally, get a hold of us. Hell, I mean, if anyone who's in the scene that we all know and wants to jump on in here, we could even jo- shoot you the join link right now. It's that simple. You know, we want to make it a community thing for sure. Sweet, awesome. Anything else in housekeeping intro anything or should we break into it and uh, you brought up uh, doing stuff for the music community I mean is that a yeah. good place to work?
1: I, I think that you know a good place to jump in is right there honestly you know uh, There's a uh, you know definitely a lot of cool stuff I think that we can immediately start doing to to help one another in the music community. Just uh, you know, on Facebook, because there's a lot of people acting individually with you know busking live shows, and there are some you know Facebook pages like busking for COVID and stuff like that. But <clears throat> I think that ultimately, people don't generally make a bunch of money doing Facebook live shows. Unless you like have a following and people are into it. But the average musician can support themselves very well doing awesome. that. So if we could do an e-commerce thing for merch and music, then, which, which we
0: are. Um mm-hmm. okay, and I gotta cut you off and talk about uh oh, some of the stuff that we're offering right now and some of the stuff yeah. we got in the future. <clears throat> I mean talking about that. Uh so Right now we are doing the due diligence on e-commerce, mainly just which platform is best for digital downloads. And it's something that we want to implement into our site and what we're doing, as well as implement into uh, the performer sites, the artist sites and yeah, uh, CD fulfillment, uh, uh, digital downloads and merch. The one thing about the one thing about digital downloads is it's really turnkey key because you really don't have to produce and fulfill anything. But we are currently trying to figure that out. And we're really close. I mean, we could implement it today, tomorrow. I'm drinking on a podcast today if we really wanted to. Uh, then, and another thing we're doing, we're offering some web development services um, completely free. And for performers, uh, for musicians and bands, I'll actually even cover the domain name, you know, which is only like fucking ten bucks, fifteen bucks a year, so it really ain't that much. And piggyback it on my, uh, all my servers, which I got more bandwidth than I'm using, so it's really no liability. So we're doing that. Um, and I'm a career SEO, SEO so I mean, outside of the web development, you're also going to get the stuff. I'm going to show you how to generate traffic. You know, uh, it's not just going to be something designed nice; it will actually perform. Granted, you know, getting traffic it will help gain new exposure. It'll help with your social media followings and all that. But without the e-commerce, you know, it's really nothing. And I mean, even like you said with the live feeds, it's something that you can do, but it's not generating revenue. And it kind of sucks we're all in this position, right? Yeah. And I guess you do what you can. Uh, For the venues, any venues impacted by this, offering the same thing, you're buying your own domain name. Okay, you can at least afford that. Come on out, it's 50 bucks. You're still paying the lease. (laughs) Like, you're good, you're good. but we're trying to do that as kind of a relief effort. Yeah, uh, that's, that's immediate immediate term what we're doing. Um, like I said, e-commerce comes next and we're really, really close to that. Uh, it could be implemented, we just wanna make sure that we're doing it as properly as possible. Digital downloads is something different. I've implemented store items and all that before, but never digital downloads, which it sounds easier, but there's always when you're doing something you've never done before, there's always that one or two surprise that sneaks up on you. So, just trying to be diligent about that. There'll be other services in the future. We're trying to do as much pro bono as we can, and really, we want to focus just on the e-commerce as far as you know what's supporting us. And everything else, we want to we want to be Facebook. We want to be YouTube. You know, we want to be able to offer value without charging, as well as making a bunch of money off it. But <laughs> I know, right? Isn't that what everyone wants?
1: Oh, you know, making a solving a problem. For free while monetizing is you know that's like you know that's what's up you know so if we can do that for the community if we can solve a problem for free by offering a service that's awesome and easy to use I would be stoked you Totally, know, that's what I want to do here so hopefully we can make that happen through the site we, <clears throat> as soon as we can you know
2: Totally. And, you know, I, we were kind of touching base on it a little bit, uh, you know, with what you said, a lot of people are going and doing the Facebook live and they're uh, posting up their Venmo's or their pain, their PayPal's. And, um, you know, they're probably not making a bunch of money doing this, not getting a lot of traffic. Um, you know, so that's kind of what inspired the idea also of, uh, using this platform here to do the live concerts and, uh, you know, have multiple musicians come through. And I think the cool benefit of that would be these people playing live, you know, not only do we have the capability to post it in, you know, multiple different sites, but uh, also it'll bring you right up to their whole page. You can find their music to buy on on the website Um, and definitely gets it a a lot more attention, definitely gets the site a lot more attention, and I'm pretty – I'm pretty excited about that too, because that's something that seems like it'll be pretty immediate. It'll be a pretty immediate way for people to start making money and kind of start gaining some, some popularity with the website itself. Um, Which, you know, this, this first concert we're talking about doing uh, there's, there's some pretty uh, big local musicians that are in it. So, you know, I'm really excited to see what can, can happen with that possibility as well. Um, you know, especially because I I have been noticing that some of these really great bands uh, watching their live streams live, you know, it's, there's not a lot of traffic, never really is. You know, Facebook has that kind of algorithm where, you know, by the time you see there's a live show, most of the time for me, it's too late. It's already ended, you know.
0: Which, I mean, our social by the way, for anyone watching, we are like an entire... Okay, so actually it was the first. I remember it was the first of the month when I went to Dolores <laughs> to check my mail because uh, Cody's actually renting my house uh, when I ended up moving back to the Womenucha, It's a long story. I'm not going to get into the reasons and all that stuff. So yeah, while well, I was checking my mailbox, stopped by Cody's and talking to him, uh, it's one of the ideas I've got just to, try to just try to get some stuff going remotely for people, right? <laughs> just across the board. You know, um, yeah, just troubleshooting this entire debacle we're in, uh, trying to create some value. And the one thing about the entire the entire service scene in general, the service and uh, the service and the music is kind of one and the same. They both got hit hard. Oh shit, we got. You might have earphones in, but we're hearing your phone. Whatever the hell that was.
2: Yeah, I'm they sorry. I just turned hard. it off.
0: They both got hit hard. It's one of the most hard hit verticals there is. So wouldn't that be a great way to like, at least put a couple people back to work in some webmaster bit, which I mean, Cody would, I mean, Cody, would you not say that you learned a lot, you know, the entire like week and a half we've been operating?
2: I think I've, you're, I've learned more about computer usage in general in the last week than I did my whole life. <laughs> right. So yeah, yeah, it's been a process.
0: Tyler, I mean, Tyler has kind of got a background So he's a little bit more solid in it, for sure. But oh, shit, you're muted. We can't hear you.
1: Yeah, the guy with the background is speaking into a muted mic. But yeah, I think every project you go into, you like pick up some tidbits. And I've been fortunate to do a lot of work on my computer before this. but it's all different, you know? And the exciting thing about this thing is I haven't worked on anything like, you know, the whole concept of this Durango music thing. So it'll be really fun to sort of put that skill set that the three of us have together. Because we've each got really, you know, there's a large variety of what the three of us are bringing to the concept. So I'm excited to see how we can sort of teach one another what we know as we go.
0: Which, yeah, yeah, I've learned a lot about the music industry just being a part of this, and maybe we haven't really broken it down. Maybe we should break down what Durango music actually is. Okay, so for those wondering what Durango music actually is, well, for one, it's still evolving. Uh, Usually, everything I do is shot from the hip, (laughs) and, you know, it evolves in real time as it goes along. So, Right now, for the most part, it is a directory style site. Uh, we list all the venues, all the musicians. Um, let's see, just the other day, I got the idea. It's like I was doing uh, some of the event stuff. We finally got um, an event feature hooked up, which is really cool. Not only can we feature an event section, but I'm not trying to get too techie on everyone, but we can make it to where very easily and streamlined. We can feature the events from different towns and on their town pages on the county pages Um, for the venues we can feature, which obviously with COVID, there's not too much going on. There's more going on than you'd think, especially because a lot of things are planned out in the future. There are
1: still a lot of online events too. And especially like what you're talking about when we get all of these things hooked up to one system. So it's kind of one valve where like all of these events can get promoted, you know, in like a sort of synchronistic way you know, I think that would be the opportune thing for what's going on right now, especially because we're dealing with like a new type of event and it's like online events. So if we could sort of, you know, help sort of promote all of that through the platform that's being built, that's like, you know, an awesome solution we could provide right off the bat.
0: It is. and. Yeah, no, it is really cool. Like We vetted our event solutions hard, and what we got is on point, which, by the way, if anyone does have any events going on, definitely reach out to us. It's easy to get a hold of us. Obviously, you're watching on some social network, so you can just holler at us there. If you go to the site, durangomusic.com, it is insanely simple. There's a contact form. You can find contact on the menu items. Uh, Let us know, and we'd love to showcase it uh we're planning on doing the news and right now i'm setting up all the things to make it easier to monitor that stuff once again if anyone watching this has anything newsworthy they want to submit which i know we're in the middle of this epidemic where everyone's locked down at home so there's not a whole lot of that going it will get a whole lot busier once we get out of this which hopefully it's in a, hopefully it's in a couple months i personally do not think it'll be next month uh no i don't uh i say prepare for the long haul do not get complacent with this
1: yeah. I'm I lasting, you know, maybe two to three more months, but that's just
2: me. Oh, I definitely see it. We're not coming out of this quick. That's for sure.
0: And then, yeah, outside of that, um, we got this podcast series, which you're watching right now, which that's more kind of internal, uh, our thing. We got the live streaming bit that we're going to be using the same platform for. Uh, Cody's really heading that up. Um, we're, talking, we're talking to Rick with Mose about adopting his open mic for the first, uh, most part, then we also want to do a jam band. Unfortunately, that has the same issues that were already communicated. It's great that you can perform, but it's hard to monetize. Granted, we get the advantage of building up our social presence, which by the way, we're currently sp- outside of our places, we can also split the stream to your web presences. So that way you're doing the exact same thing. And even though it's not a lot of money, you know, YouTube does offer a rev share on advertising. Twitch has the ability to monetize it. Uh, It's not even beer money if you don't have a huge view count and huge following. But it is something and ramping up your socials that will help you in the long term. We're all going to be fucked regardless in interim, right? So you might as well at least position yourself better going out of it. I mean, that's a sad reality that we're looking at. That's true. Then, uh, like I said, we are doing the web development for free, for free. And whenever you say free, people get all skeptical. So, yes, it is a self-serving favor. Uh, We'll get a footer link powered by Durango Music back to us. That helps with our search engine optimization. I'm not going to get all techy on SEO with you guys. And outside of that, it's kind of a proof of concept of what we can accomplish in-house when we do start doing the solution provider thing. And it's training, uh it's training Cody's green ass on this whole web development shit and solution provider shit, teaching him to be a marketing pro. So yes, yeah. self-serving, it is self-serving before anyone starts second guessing. And that's how it's self-serving. And really, we would love to sell you, show you what we can actually accomplish, and after that, be like, yo check out what we can do with e-commerce and we can actually make you some money. I don't know what the revenue scheme is gonna look like. I wanna do it like pro bono on the performer sites so that way uh, all the musicians and bands, they're actually keeping all their money outside of payment processing. And I wanna do a very fair uh, revenue share on our actual site for the sales we generate. So that's how it's self serving. So now, now you can get rid of all that skepticism.
1: I mean, I think it's, it's like a basic tenant Of the universe that nobody does something outside of self-interest from greed to altruism you know so what's beautiful about this is it is in our interest to do this and I think that's why we're gonna do a good job at it because you know we also are passionate about music here you know at least Cody and I are pretty devoted you know students of the craft and we do it pay bills and uh we know what it's like right now to be out there and to hear one by one about everywhere that you're making money basically becoming a dry well and so um we hopefully can can help you know through all of this stuff we're talking about. You know that's that's what means the most to me currently and then down the road I think it, you know, like Nathan was touching on, there's a lot of ways this could become a really viable, you know, platform for sustainable uh, infrastructure, you know, for the community in a way that doesn't really exist. So I'm excited to see some of those more long-term developments. Would totally. one of you guys have one of those in mind, like one of those more long-term services that we discussed?
2: Well, I think my favorite one that we talked about, um, you know, is offering a professional videography service, um, you know, coming and v- totally videoing your, uh, your live performances or even something down to uh, shooting a music video. Um, and then also offering, you know, professional mixing, um, getting the studio up and rocking. Uh, those are a couple more long-term things. I mean, especially because of COVID that I think, you know, I, I, am probably the most excited about, um, you know, offer also, we were talking about doing the, uh, live stream videos through actually the platform we're using right now and actually doing like a live walkthrough of Durango on, you know, one of their busier nights, you know, a Saturday night when there's musicians playing everywhere. I mean, I think it would be really awesome to have that, you know, start at somebody playing and, you know, kind of put them up, shoot links out to, you know, their band pages and what they're doing. And then, you know, don't even end the stream, walk down the street to the next venue that's got a cool band playing, Um, you know, and services like that would yeah. definitely be free for musicians that would just, you know, kind of help build our social sites. And, uh, also, I mean, it's, it's definitely free promoting of, you know, all these bands that are playing, um, you know, also there's a lot of other things we were talking about too. Um, you know, way further down the line with, you know, doing premium packages for people and, uh, you know, kind of having that all inclusive, which would be, you know, merch, uh, studio recording time, uh, videography, uh, you know, album art, things to that nature. And also on top of that, promoting it all out in the world. And man, I really like that idea to have that all in house. For one, I mean, me personally as a musician the biggest part of putting out an album that always sucks is how much footwork it is. You know, you, you got the hassle of trying to find a good recording studio that, you know, isn't going to break the bank anyway. Then you have the trouble of figuring out the artwork. Then you got to figure out how you're going to put it all out in all these different places and actually get some attention with it. And so when I just think of the concept, you know, as a musician myself of going to one place and being able to have it all done uh just in yeah. that house i mean that yeah. that's like a miracle to me you know
1: totally i mean my personal experience has been that i would kill to have some sort of intermediate price at which i could access some of these some of these parts of the music industry that often are almost exclusive because of how fucking much they cost, pardon my French. But you know, like to go into a professional studio to cut an album is a lot of money. And it should be because there's millions of dollars of equipment in there. But a lot of people don't need that. And if we can get a really good DIY studio down the line, I think there's a lot of ways that we could get musicians the things they need and the resources they need to continue making progress as bands and to actually get more out of playing like you know a show at the anime city theater i can't tell shows i've played at you know venues like that where the pay was great like which is rare nowadays, but I think the ACT pays well. And it's fun to play there, but still, you come away with just, like, what? If you play in a big band, maybe, like, you know, enough money for, like, a steak dinner and a couple drinks.
2: Yeah, a couple couple hundred bucks and a cool story. Yeah.
1: You know? Like, and so if we could step in and partner up with places like the ACT and doing that is as simple as getting a press pass, right? And then provide these bands with like something they can really use some like content to send to venues or to put on YouTube, Uh, some live recordings, some live videos, some photography and just because musicians make the same nowadays as they did in like the 70s, you know, without factoring in inflation.
2: Yeah, we went full if circle back. Or yeah. To take away
1: yeah. from the experience, then that's, you know, that's awesome.
0: And I just want to throw it out there that if anyone has any suggestions, just like within our Facebook group that we have, uh, multiple people suggested that they want to see some form of classified section being added. So Right now, I'm doing the due diligence. It uh, needs to be something solid just because the SQL, it's one of the most vulnerable things. I don't want to get too uh, techie web development on you, but we do actually listen and you know there's plenty of things that we haven't thought of, and we're trying to explore it all just from the value add as well as, yeah, anything that enables the entire community really enables us and what we're trying to do too. So we are all ears on everything and anything, whether you are actually within the music industry or whether you're just a fan. Just throwing that out there.
2: Mm, I really like that idea of having a classified ad too. I mean, we've all tried to sell guitars and instruments online and they sit for months. But
1: Absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of many problems we could step in and help with longer and longer we've been doing the thing you know and so anybody watching this who has an idea like what problems do you have dear musicians and dear music venues like what sucks and maybe we can help it suck a little less
2: yeah Yeah. totally
0: which on the vendor side like it's really hard for the venues like the establishments i mean yeah that's tough but luckily for the musician side of things there are some solutions there are which i mean even like i was talking to a couple uh even if like once we get the e-commerce going if they in interim put up something on their you know their sites their web properties figure out the web rev share between them and the actual musicians they got traffic, they got a following, they're in the industry too, maybe they could drive some sales and if they're driving sales that wouldn't be gotten otherwise, it's a win-win for everyone. Might not be the biggest thing because that's not their primary industry but hey, at least we're trying and at least we're given at least we're given the opportunity out there. So yeah, that's kind of what we're trying to brainstorm and uh, on the end user too, we're trying to like for the actual bands and all that stuff, uh, we are trying to create the best. We are trying to create the best thing for them too. Um, I don't want to throw people under the bus, but since I've been doing this, uh, I've been looking at a lot of other people, mainly just to try to find all that stuff and get comprehensive. And uh, like BID Durango Downtown, uh, whoever those what those web properties that <laughs> on, like I said, not trying to throw anyone under the bus, but. They're not really that comprehensive. Uh, they're not really doing evergreen content. It's more long style blog stuff that sits and gets stale. Uh, we are trying to we are trying to create the best, the most comprehensive, the most up to date, the most newsworthy, all that fun stuff. And I mean, I come from a background in web development, on affiliate marketing, and all that stuff, uh, running sites like this, and that's really what's needed to be successful. You need it all across the board. You need to be all across the board with everything. You need to be comprehensive, up-to-date. You need to be fast. You need to be innovative. And that's really what we're trying to do here. Right.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, the cool thing about this is that I think it's uh, <clears throat> sort of an idea that exists upon the precipice of relatively inactive territory in terms of solution providers that actually exist as of now, you know, I've looked in and done a little bit of market research about other people in this same bracket of service. And there's not much really. I mean, when you look at the holistic vision of this concept and compare it against what exists, there's, you know, there, there is some stuff, you know, for sure around you know this the same thing because it's a good idea but that being said
2: there's hardly anything
1: especially in our area there's nothing so you know Durango music you uh, know like I think it's actually gonna fill a hole that you know people kind of solve problems people didn't realize they had in a way
2: totally agree with that well I mean you
0: do have like reverb nation cd baby you know all those kind of sites, right? But none of them really have the local scope and scale. And yeah, that that's where they're really lacking uh, locally. Locally, like I said, I don't really want to throw people under the bus. I get a, I got to get a phone call from web service management. Like, hey, man, um, yeah, it is something really unique. And going into it, like I I see more and more holes that we could be filling every day. Which I mean, we've only been like. A, 12 days, 12 days ago was when I talked to Cody and was like, Hey man, let's do this. Right. And that was shit. It was like another two days before you came by and we actually sat down and tried to figure out like the navigation and really the direction we were going to pursue. Like it was like, it's only been like nine days, huh, Cody?
2: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it hasn't been long. It's come pretty fast. I mean, a lot of work's been done in shoot, even just like a week's time, um, which is great. I mean.
1: i that's been done, you know, so far mainly just essentially by Nathan <laughs> on WordPress. And I think, you know, Cody as well, like, I just hopped in, you know, and logged into the WordPress thing like yesterday, you know, so like just, you know, as sort of a, a third party, it's pretty cool to see how much work you guys as like a skeleton crew have gotten done on this thing. in just like the last 10 days before I even jumped in.
2: Right. Well, and that's why I'm stoked to have you on board too, man is, you know, there's, there's obviously still a lot of work to do. um, But, you know, also there's a lot of ideas that we haven't even touched on yet. And I know when we were on the phone call the other day, kind of spitballing some things, you know, there were a lot of cool ideas coming out, a lot of things that I'm, you know, I'm really excited to move forward with. And uh, I mean, that's that's really what it comes down to is the fact that there is nothing out there like this, you know, for the area, especially. Um, you know, plus, you know, I, I remember when I started booking uh, gigs and a long time ago, man. When I was when I was like 15, when I started booking gigs. I can't tell you
1: 15 year old booking gigs.
2: Yeah. Yeah, man. Well,
1: (laughs) playing at some bar and like the guy that I was emailing turned out to be 15.
2: Yeah. Well, that happened a lot. Um, There were, there were quite a few different (laughs) gigs I showed up and they're like, Oh, you're, you're definitely a kid. But I mean, also before that, you know, before I even discovered that I could, you know, start emailing some of these places, I would make hard CDs and I'd show up to different bars and walk in and go, Hey, you know, we're looking to book. Can you just please get the CD to somebody who's going to care about it? Nice. And more often than not, it didn't work, but you know, sometimes it did. The whole deal was though, that there wasn't really any resource that I could go on the internet and go, Hey, that, you know, there's that bar right there, or here's this venue. Let me actually show them what, uh, what I can do. Um, you know, which is kind of a really cool thing about this website is we're going to have all the venues. We're going to have, you know, ever this whole community will definitely be a part of it, you know, as it progresses. And that's kind of the cool part. There's no more guesswork in it. You know, if you're a musician and you're trying to book, well, here you are. And here's the venue. And I, that's pretty easy. I mean, so when I was a kid, when I, I think I was, I think I was 17 or 18 years old. I, I, uh, hosted and did all the music for make days two day two years in a row. And I mean, I hired all the bands and then our band headlined and Durango Herald came and did a, a page on me. And by the time they had got to me, I was so plastered that <laughs> I, you know, I don't, I don't think I gave him anything close to a good interview. And, uh, you know, that was like the whole thing later. People were like, man, that's it. Domingo Herald's doing a story on us. You know, we're really going to blow up now and everybody's going to see that we play all over. And I'm just thinking like, I don't remember using real words, uh, but we'll see. And, that page, you know, it never, it never really circulated out much. You know, it didn't get a whole lot of views. Um, and at the time we didn't even know how to find the links and put it to socials or anything. So, uh, you know, it was just kind of one of those stories that just flew off in the wind later, which I love the most about this website. Boom. Things like that happen. Their source, they're right here. You know, people are going to see that. Holy-
1: <laughs> will offer something like a million times better than the Durango Herald, frankly.
2: Yeah, totally.
0: Okay, now I'm gonna get an angry email from Ballentine Media too. <laughs> um, actually, I didn't think about that. We should really, we should totally put together Uh-oh. a series, just like um, kind of like a how to of how to go go about like, you know, approaching venues, booking gigs. Like we haven't even thought about the whole resource based thing yet. And, yeah, we should totally roll on that. We should roll on that as soon as possible. That's a fucking badass idea right there. Definitely. I also like uh, Tyler's idea. He came up with the – I'm just going to call it the easy button off of, like, what? It was progressive or whoever. Thank I like you. Tyler's easy. Button. I'll, I'll, let, I'll let Tyler break down his easy button
1: idea. Oh, yeah. So, Cody and I both know it's a pain in the butt to book your band – almost anywhere you send someone an email you wait you know some people get right back to you sometimes you wait literally a month and then you get an email and they say like sure can you like play tomorrow for $5 and <laughs> and then they're like yeah play 3 p.m. and then you get there at 2 p.m. and they're like you're not supposed to play until 7 p.m. yeah tomorrow, tomorrow like and it just the experience can suck And I think people sort of jerk around musicians. I think there's a lot of venues that don't. And I think there's a lot of respectable venues who treat musicians really well. Uh, However you can say that about a lot of places. And so hopefully what we can do is help simplify the process for everyone because I think a lot of these misunderstandings and these kind of frustrating moments in the booking process for both bands and venues, stem from having to text back and forth. And like, you know, someone's trying to book usually while also managing like five tables at a bar, you know, and trying to run a restaurant. And someone's trying to book their band while also, you know, maybe working their, you know, other two jobs and life gets in the way. So we can make it easy and you can go on our website, and say balcony, barn, and I want to play a show there with my band. You go, you click on their link, which is on our website already. You can read a little bit about them and see, you know, what the venue's like. And then hopefully, right, we'll have a button eventually that you can just press and say, book my band at this venue. And it'll open up a little, you know, a little text screen where you can type a little message to whoever receives it there and it's an automated process so your info goes in and you'll kind of fill in a couple of things specific to each venue and it'll make booking a tour really easy if you want to book a tour through southwest colorado we've got like dolores durango Mangus, bayfield and we could get even more and yeah hopefully you totally. make it i'll be done in a sec hopefully we can just make it really easy to book in a way that it isn't right now
0: and not only that but when you submit it it's going to be going to the person that needs to be reading it and who wants to read it so it's no like cold emailing cold calling walking into a place like hey man yeah it's uh yeah you're getting and not only that but they can specify what information they want from a from a musician from a band and because it's all gonna be there in the form fields and whatnot, it's complete. Like the entire process is less of a headache. You're only getting matched up. People who are submitting it are getting matched up to people who want to book you. It's gonna be a great process. And that's another thing that I personally would never have thought of. And this is why, please share your ideas, You know, anyone watching and internally we're discovering stuff like this on a day-to-day basis, which is awesome.
1: It's gonna be like match.com or like Tinder. for for bands and venues, Tinder for bands and venues.
2: So, we were actually talking, that's funny you say that, we were actually talking, Nate and I were talking about doing a website that was similar to a Tinder setup, you know, but all for musicians. So, I mean, you know, it basically looked like you have your profile, what you play, what you do, and you can swipe left or right on it.
1: (laughs) Basis, like... My, my name is Tyler. I'm 26. I'm a male, and I'm interested in bass
2: players. <laughs> well, I, I wasn't talking mostly about hooking up with the musicians. I mean, no,
1: no, no, no I know, but like, I mean, you know, like, or yeah, or you know, casual hook up with a bass player, you know. <laughs>
2: what would it look like to get banned catfished? That'd be pretty horrible. Oh, right.
1: Like just say like, Oh man, we've won a Grammy. Uh, we, Victor Wooten plays bass and then you show up and it's like a crappy punk band.
2: Right. Right. Totally. (laughs) Yeah.
1: That would happen on our app and we might get sued. So we should be careful.
2: Yeah. Well, but you know, it's, it's definitely one of those things that I think would be really cool to keep in mind for the future. Um, you know, because I think we've all felt, as you being a musician and I, we, we've probably both felt the uh, pains of trying to find other musicians that share similar interests, um, especially when it comes to studio time. Um, and then also when you're in a band, you definitely feel the growing pains quite a bit, and there's always adjustments that need to be made. Um, so I think it would be kind of a cool idea to <laughs> – Kind of put musicians together in that that kind of aspect um you know obviously that's not something i'm i'm putting all all my money into at once but i uh, i definitely like the idea
1: no i think it's cool actually you know and if you took sort of the jokey part of it out just because it's sort of similar to tinder's platform and you looked at it from like a utilitarian standpoint i would mm-hmm. use that you know if i just moved to denver and I was trying to start a band and they were basically a service that could show me where all the drummers were that were available for work, et cetera. You know, that would be, I mean, ass.
2: Oh yeah. It'd make your life a million times easier. And I mean, you know, also there's always the side thing of, I mean, we've traveled with music before and we've come into moments where, uh Oh, the bass player can't make it or drummer's sick or, you know, whatever the scenario may be, but here we are, we're booked. And this is play now or never be invited back again, kind of deal. So, you know, it would be really helpful to be able to go, Hey, you know, look who's in town. Let's try out these three guys and whatever. We'll set up the drum set in the park. If we have to, let's see how they play. <laughs> yeah. I, can, I can really
1: see that, you know, being a helpful thing, even in a small place. Because part of me wonders, you know, to what sense can you really apply this sort of technology below a fairly large population? But I think even in Durango, it could be workable, you know? Like, because what blows my mind about this is, uh, you know, reaching out to all these different bands and all these different venues, for a town of, you know, the population that Durango has there's an incredible amount of bands. And part of that sort of segues into one of the catalysts for this whole service is, there has never been so many bands, ever, right? There's like an unprecedented supply of bands in the band market now. And I think therefore live music services, right, have gotten a little devalued. And so like one way maybe we can step in is to add value, you know, to bands on their, you know, side of things, which also works for venues because, if you know, the people they're hiring are happier, it's a win-win.
2: Right. Well, and I think that's really uh, going to be a big deal too. I've been with this last summer. Um, you know, we played a lot last summer. I ended up playing fifty-three shows, and. Um, one of the things I was noticing about all these venues was how often they were having the same performers come back, which, you know, I, I don't disagree with, I think it's great for them. I mean, personally being one of those musicians, yeah, it was great to, you know, have super consistent, you know, playtime. but also, I mean, I kind of think of it from another standpoint, like it, it, it does the community really good and it does venues really good to have a lot of different players coming through and especially for these venues to know what they're really getting, what kind of band is coming through, what, what do they do? What are they playing? Um, you know, I've, I noticed a lot of them have hired based upon like previous experience, which was actually really funny. We got booked in this, this place, um, can't remember what venue it was. It was someplace in Pagosa. And uh, they we they expected up, us to show up and be a rock band because that was their previous experience with the guy. And here we are in this, like, outlaw country band. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. The gig went great. They absolutely loved it. But still, it was just funny to see <laughs> them, like, go, oh. Right. You you guys don't have a drum set? You got a suitcase? <laughs> like, yeah, man. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's kind of cool. It takes that out of there. And uh I also think it's going to put a lot more uh, people to work, honestly. I mean, how many bands? A great example is the open mic night. Man, some of the bands that come through there, are really killer i mean i've i've seen even random bands for them that you know you're sitting there going wow i wish uh i wish we could get you all to collaborate for a show or something and uh you know that's kind of what i think is cool about it is i'd never even met those people or ever heard of them and neither of the venues so you know that kind of eliminates that problem right there too all of a sudden you know, you got your name out, you, uh, have a profile, you know, we can upload things like that. I mean, another thing I'm going to start doing once, uh, all this COVID stuff ends, um, I'll be probably setting up some kind of, you know, better quality camera, uh, somehow in the back of the building, um, up high, kind of above the crowd so I can live stream the events. Um, you know, and hopefully this ends soon enough to where we get to use the patio too. And
0: oh, but by the way, dude, I just had a talk with Rick. I don't think he minds me um, saying this, but had a talk with him, like just telling him we're broadcasting, we're doing this right now. And it's going to be great because we're going to, I'm going to be able to like, you know, kind of give both of you an example of this thing, like actually live instead of just that stupid proof of concept um, at my place that one day. And he's, I was explaining it to him and he's like, cool, could you guys do this from Moe's? Could you guys do this from Moe's? So he's fucking stoked on that and he fucking wants that real quick. Yeah,
2: absolutely. I, I had already kind of planned to.
1: huh. Was he suggesting the podcast live at Moe's?
2: He was suggesting both the
0: podcast and streaming anything happening live at Moe's, yes.
1: Okay, like maybe even okay. See, I wanna be very sensitive to the social responsibility element Although I do think it is possible to do in a very responsible way, you know, to maybe have like
2: 10 drink limit
1: music situation. Maybe as long as everybody's far apart and stuff like that, why not?
2: You know? Oh, you mean during COVID? Well, shit. I mean, why not?
1: We could totally do that. I, mean, oh. I, I want to be really careful, though. I want to be cautious because people are dying. You know, and so now is the time to do. And I know I sound like a total grandpa here, but still, like, now is the time to do like responsible live shows, you know, because I even see some people not naming names where it's like, yeah, our six piece band, you know, where we all live in different households just got together in like a small room to do a live stream. And Mm -hmm. although I understand it's a way to make money when times are really tight. And I don't really like I'm not casting judgment right now. I'm just saying that generally people ought to be looking out not just for their own health but for for others, yeah. You know, eight-year-old neighbor. You know.
2: I agree. I mean I way agree with that, but you know, actually really thinking about it, Mo's kind of does have a really good platform for that, because that outdoor area out back, it's open, you know, a lot of airflow, plus you know everybody could be more than six feet apart, you know?
1: Totally, no, I think like, uh, you know, like I said, like we we could do it, you know? And I think it would be cool if we had a little sponsor for it because I've already seen the same thing happen. You know, like my buddy plays in a funk band in Seattle where there's this venue called Nectar Lounge that they play at all the time. And they've been live streaming shows live from their stage with like the lights and everything, you know, an empty venue, right? (laughs) And you what's up Nathan, (laughs) 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 but you know, we could most, you know, totally empty. Just have like a small band in there. you figure it out. That might be actually pretty, pretty fun, you know, to actually get a local business involved.
2: Well, and think about how big that stage is out in the back. I mean,
1: it would look cool too. It would be fun to watch. We could set up some lights and stuff.
2: Oh yeah. I got the lights. You know, Mo's has a light platform out there too. I mean, as far as as far as uh doing videography, like I mean we'd probably have to add like some kind of floodlight or hell even house lamps in the back just to give yeah. more just to give more light to the stage. But I, I love that idea. I think it would be great. So do I. And well and here's my other thought with it too. You know, Mose is someone I really want to help out a lot because they're one of the venues in Durango that I mean, not only do I work with personally quite a bit, but the thing is is they don't sell food. You know, they don't they don't have a a good menu to take out. So I mean, they're kind of hurting on that aspect and to bring something towards them would be, you know, be a really good thing to do for uh, at least that part of the community, Um, which they're helping out all the young musicians. And so I think it's definitely really important to do something for them.
0: And I think as long as there's 10 or less people within it while we're doing it, we're technically compliant with everything. Right. Uh, I, I mean, I might have to, I might have to do some due diligence on that, but I'll totally, Holler at Rick as soon as we uh, sign off and Cody, you should do. But that's actually a fucking badass idea right there for sure.
1: gate is Whether or not it would be legal still with the stay-at-home order in place because I don't know if we could justify our presence in that business as necessary travel.
0: It's remote work, which is allowed.
1: Mm,
2: loophole, yeah.
1: See, maybe we could even ask for it. Like, I'm into it, though. If we can do it. And, you know, there might be a lot of ways that we could figure out even some manner in which we could involve most without being there, you know?
0: Right. Which, well, we were, I'll, my smog. I'll be responsible. I'll cover my
2: face. See, We are good. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were talking about that too. We were talking about the possibility of, uh, you know, we kind of touch base on it a little bit before while we are doing the live shows, um, the possibility of having it sponsored by a venue while we're doing it, Um, you know, and that would pretty much just be to help out the community. So, I mean, like a good instance would be to have like this first, um, this first one we're doing, maybe have it hosted by Mo's or have it hosted by, you know, whatever venue is really on board with it. That could be a little outlet, too. Um, you know, then there's places like, I'm, I'm trying to think here, like the Balcony. We could have the Balcony kind of host one. The balcony? And then,
1: yeah. Door place, too.
2: Right. Well, so if we couple, then.
1: If we, for instance, just had, like, a bluegrass band of three sitting, like, you know, just, like, at the tables out there, each, like, one person at a table, you know? Right. You could make a really cool video, you know, involve the balcony, make a nice live stream, set up their band, PayPal, the venue, PayPal, you know?
2: I totally agree. I think it would be great. I, 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 you know, and also the way to get around that too is, you know, there's only, there's only two ways in and out of that, that venue. So we could always just rope it off and say definitely closed. Uh, Have one that's pick up to go orders only. So while this whole live event's going on, they can still do the pick up and to go food. And while we're doing the live stream, have that directly linking to their website as well, promoting that. You know, you know.
1: Also, do is have everybody at home in front of a green screen, and put everybody on an island in the Bahamas, and then on a (laughs) roller coaster. (laughs) <laughs> and then in a movie theater, and
2: just
1: do it. <laughs> or like a fake through. Red Rocks dude. If we got everybody to upload like individual <laughs> green screen footage and then like created some fake Red Rocks video for local bands.
2: <laughs> I like that idea. Yeah, you, know, you can't go here in person, but now you can see your favorite band play there. Here you go. I, I'm into it. <laughs> Let's do it.
0: Man, I didn't even consider trying to do anything like at an actual place during this whole COVID thing. I mean, if we could figure it out, just for the sake of figuring out, that would actually I've
1: be. I've seen hard. it done already. I've seen it done already in Seattle, of all places, which is one of the most hardest hit you know cities of right. COVID. So,
2: I got some friends up in Denver that have been doing it too. So, I mean, it, it, I'll, be, I'll be right back. We're not going to get arrested. That's for sure. Yeah, I
0: mean we also have to deal with our city council, which I mean our city council is bitching about the people on the trails right now. Yeah. <laughs> and um, actually, our city council sucks on a lot of things. I well, I okay, I'm not afraid to throw them under the bus, and I don't care if I get an angry email. That stupid fucking bridge thing they're still obsessing over. But yeah,
2: hell, well, we can we could definitely do it in Dolores. That's yeah. Oh. You know, our sheriff was like, No, we don't. We don't care We're we're, you know, they're doing the best that they can to keep social distancing going. But I mean, if we did do something like that, like the brewery or my backyard there, it's not going to happen. We set up music out in the backyard the other day and the cop pulled up to the curb and I'm like, Oh, here we go. And he sat and watched.
0: Right on. And yeah, the brewery, I think the brewery would be down. Uh, They currently just got Zoom, which is a webinar platform. And um, on the 15th, I believe it is, I have it pulled up because we're gonna go over newsworthy stuff. Yeah, on the 15th, they're doing an online webinar thing uh, with a bunch of other brewers. Hold up, let me actually pull this up. Uh, They're bringing on the Minkus people and uh, Wild Edge. And they're just kind of doing a sit down, everyone has a beer, uh, bringing some other breweries in, uh, taking questions about whatever they have, just kind of like an AMA type thing. So if they're doing that, you know, they're already thinking that flavor of stuff. So I'm sure they'd be really down as long as we could be completely compliant and whatnot.
2: Right. Well, and I also know right now that they have a room that they just built as a main stage uh, for their event event. Um, in uh, in the summertime, es- uh, river days and Escalani days, um, and they also built it as a wintertime like dance floor because their actual main room is very small. And I mean, I've seen them pack bands into that place a million times, and it's shoulder to shoulder. So they kind of they built this big building in the back with big open floor plan, and they've been putting bands out there. But the whole thing has a garage door that comes up. So I think it would be awesome if, you know, we could even book a band to play there and open up those garage doors and have everybody six foot apart and, and do a a live show from, from them as well. Uh, you know, I think, I think we would stay in compliance doing something like that. Um, You know, also, I think a lot of the venues would probably be all about it because it would bring, you know, bring some attention to them. I don't know. Something to talk to you about.
0: Right. And if um, anyone like the I mean, I'm going back to Durango on this one. If anyone like, uh, let's say, the city council freaks out and the Durango Herald gets wind of it, then, hey, that's free PR right there for all the parties involved.
2: You know what they say. All press is good press.
0: Oh, (laughs) even porn, I could vouch for that. I could totally vouch for that.
1: (laughs) Well, even, you know, venue or no venue, I think there's some very cool locations also uh, that we could use. Um, You know, for instance, uh, my, my uncle Mark is a musician. He lives up near the Colorado Trail and he lives in this house that's got a huge ceiling you know with amazing acoustics and you know we could definitely get a very cool recording of a band in there you know the sound is good and i have some really good mics that would be great for the room and we could do the full setup man i have a multi-track recorder we could get really high quality high bitrate rate files to then, you know, export to be mixed and mastered by the bands or, you know, I also do basic mixing mastering, you know? So it could be a cool thing at this time to help a band or help a band like in our area, maybe go to a cool location and play like a few of their favorite songs that they do and give them something cool in return.
2: Totally. I like that idea. I mean, you know, side note too, I got a freaking awesome generator. We'll pull it up to the woods. <laughs> That'd be cool too. I got, there's a place here in Dolores that's in a big open canyon, and at, it would be amazing to put a band in there. So, I mean, there's, there's a lot of options with all that. And I think be we should to
1: do a bluegrass band somewhere in a Canyon. That'd be totally.
2: Great. Totally. Yeah. There's a lot of good options with it, man. And, uh, I mean, even for this, uh, upcoming live stream that we we're talking about doing, um, you know, hopefully Wednesday or Thursday, um, a couple of the guys are going to come down, um, a band I play in. And it's just, uh, well, it's uh, Colton Crawford and uh, Jackson. I forgot his last name. I
1: love that guy. He's a good guy.
2: Yeah, totally. So we're going to, you know, we're going to have our stream coming from the back porch here and it'll be great. I, I mean, I'm really excited to do it. And then the other guy, Dave Mench, I think he's up in grand junction right now. They'll be streaming from there and then the other bands down in Farmington and uh, yeah, it'll be great. I just uh, looking for, I'm looking forward to all of it. The live stream things I think are going to be really fun, but I had never previously thought about actually getting a venue involved as far as actually having a presence there. That is a cool idea.
1: It might be something dope, you know, because uh, when I saw my buddies doing it over in the PMW, it definitely sparked a little light bulb of, you know, wow, like that sounds like a good thing for Durango Music to set up somewhere in town. Because there's a lot of venues, you know, I think I've touched a few times now on how difficult it has been for musicians, but venues are really getting, you know, put through the freaking rinse cycle by this whole thing. Because they've got steep overhead bills that bands don't have to try to keep up with, you know. Yeah.
0: Durango's not a cheap town either. Like lease on Main Ave, <laughs> <Ab>. like that's
2: <laughs> yeah, that's a bill. Sure. Yeah. So that's that kind of what is what brings me to think that they might be really about something like that. It might really help. I mean, especially even the balcony, because they're trying to do the takeout food right now. And, yeah.
1: you know, I know Allison over at the balcony, uh, and she is an awesome, man. Like, I love working with her, and she has been working her ass off to, you know, make it through this thing. And so if you guys, you know, are in order to take out and stuff right now, go patronize her business, man, because they're really trying over there. And the food is, you know, I love the balcony burger, it rocks, and they have fish.
2: Oh yeah, well, and it might just be, it might just add customers to it, just knowing that there's a band playing there. To nobody, I'll go pick up food just to hear a band play for a couple minutes while I stand out on the on the walkway and wait for it. You know.
1: But we gotta be careful because we can't incite a gathering.
2: I know. I know. That's, that's why I'm saying five-minute limit. There you go.
1: That being said, man, yeah. Like, And I love the idea of a band playing to nobody also.
2: It's great. We've been having fun with it. <laughs> so, I mean, there's a lot but of cool ideas there.
1: It's just the, the idea of like a, screamo ba- a screamo band playing to nobody. So <laughs> bands that want to just rock their faces off to nobody i don't listen to a lot of metal but i love that so, so
2: i'm super excited about that especially you mentioned it one of the bands that's going to be doing this live stream uh they're uh they were uh, their six gun messiah is their name and i know they're not like death metal or anything like that but they're definitely heavier so i mean i i i'm pretty excited Mad-ass to see their stream man.
1: Six-Gun Messiah.
2: Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I like it. I, I, I'm really looking forward to hearing their performance.
1: Well, you know, guys, I actually got to – I think I got to hop off here in a couple.
0: Okay. Did you want to give a shout-out? You said you wanted to give a shout-out to that one yeah. dude real quick.
1: So the big shout-out I want to give is to uh, Jimmy's Music and Supply here in Durango. Uh, you know – Jim, the guy who runs this place is a, is a friend of mine and a really nice guy. And he's really like what we're doing here. He's trying to keep the musical community afloat through this. And so what he's had to do to keep up with COVID is basically close his doors, but you can still order strings like you know um, music, Like a ukulele whatever you need you can pick it up from jim if you go on his website and get his contact info you can pick it up at his house so he's doing from home pickups for stuff but you can still get guitar strings and shit like that uh go find jim
2: awesome well i can say i really like that i mean especially because I'm having a COVID conundrum right now. A COVID Uh,
1: conundrum? Yeah. Corona (laughs) conundrum?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I might see it real quick too, Jimmy.
1: Jim is the man. Love Jimmy.
2: Hell yeah.
0: And man, if you got to sign off, I just got to say, I'm so glad you had the audio issues at the beginning, because that's like rule number one of pilots. Yeah. It always has to be an issue.
2: So we Absolutely. got it
1: the way. Yeah. Good. You know, it's a little early to say that I am the most valuable player, but based off of having audio issues and not being able to figure out my sound for the first five minutes, a lot for this team. So I feel
0: good. Mission <laughs> <a> critical, <laughs> Mission critical.
1: Oh, you guys have a great rest of this uh hope it wraps up nice man stuff to stuff to get this thing going you guys
2: hell yeah hell yeah definitely
1: right on okay peace out
2: have a good one man <laughs> sweet good shit and-
0: I mean, actually, I think we kind of exhausted most of everything. I mean, the only thing I was going to talk to just to keep it a little bit newsworthy because I do want to start doing newsworthy segments or news segments is uh, KSUT. They did officially, um, they did officially call the. Uh, let me get this right. Oops, I have the wrong page pull up too. Never mind, it's down at the bottom. though because we got the events. No, never mind. So it's not the folk fest. It is the folk and bluegrass. It's the folk and bluegrass. When I first read that, I thought that they were actually announcing they were calling a folk fest because dude, when I was actually scraping all this stuff for the events, like I saw they already called it, right? And that right. was like um, two days ago. So I thought I thought it had been called for a while. I was actually looking at the dates initially like, wow, that's cutting it pretty close. I'm surprised they haven't called it. Then I clicked through on it and it's like, okay, cool. It was called, I guess they blogged about it today. The Durango Herald reported on it. I saw the Durango Herald's reporting. It's like, oh, shit. They, call, they fucking called Folk Fest. Or Folk, yeah. When so that, at is, it,
2: that is canceled?
0: It is canceled, which has well, been canceled for at least a couple days.
2: That's fucking folk- like disappointing. Announced. They
0: announced official an- announcement. But they mm-hmm. are still having their June event. Okay? It's only the Folk and Bluegrass. They are Still having Folk Fest.
2: Oh, good. That's and great.
0: I know, right? <laughs> and I mean, that's the only newsworthy shit that is going to... Um, I mean, eventually, like, for the people watching, uh, right now we've been kind of working on just getting everything comprehensive as we can as far as, like, the bands and stuff go uh we are going to start focusing a lot more on the news and as we start getting stuff submitted to us which is hopefully as soon as possible granted there's not a whole bunch of stuff even happening in this area uh that will become a lot better And the news is something we will be doing
2: and, well i think that wraps it up man
0: Right. uh in closing i guess um we'll be going live every thursday at six uh, hope hopefully we have some people coming on here next time. It would be great if we could get like shuffle band from band and I mean everyone's all sheltering at place anyway. so I imagine it's a pretty easy pitch right now. Uh, so yeah, hopefully we have some different guests every every week um, from my experience doing other podcasts and other verticals like yeah, uh, it catches on real real quick. If not, we'll be bringing you news banter. Our thoughts and opinions, whether you care about them or not, some infused marijuana vodka, and other cool things. Right on,
2: Cody. You got anything else in closing? No. Uh, you know, if any bands are coming in, seeing the end of this, and you'd be interested in doing a live stream event, um, you can you can do it through the comfort of your own home. We can get you actually on this platform, and. Uh, We'll we'll do the event through multiple different sites at once through your personal pages. Um, you know, you can go ahead and get a hold of me on Facebook or you can email uh info at Durango music.com. Um But yeah, I think you know, while we're in here and we're really just kind of spinning our wheels, I think the more you can get out to the world and the more places at once it's going, the better off you are. So yeah, guys, I mean thanks for thanks for viewing if you popped in if you're viewing this after the live has ended uh you know I look forward to hearing from you guys and uh really excited about everything coming up with the website and yeah you know everybody stay stay safe out there, wash your hands and uh you know care about each other while we're all going through this difficult time
0: Oh shit, I suck at house cleaning cleaning. Also, I forgot we are hosting a contest, which it actually starts tomorrow, officially starts tomorrow. Uh, it's open for musicians only, and it's not like band versus band. It's individual musicians. The musician that could can refer the most new signups to their group, our group, gets $100. Bucks. Um, we have the details of it on the blog. I'll post it to our group and our page and all that fun stuff uh, when we sign off. Outside of that, be sure to follow us. Uh, we got the Facebook, we got the Facebook group. We're on Twitter, which nobody's on Twitter. Being in porn, I forget that. We're the only motherfuckers on Twitter besides Donald Trump. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's plenty of ways you can connect with us, follow us. Uh, if you have any thoughts or ideas, we are really receptive people, holler at us. I'm actually surprised we didn't get more comments and feedback uh, in the in the comment section. Uh, we've been bouncing around between like one to 12 viewers pretty consistently, which is not bad at all for a pilot, but there's been very little interaction. I'm actually really shocked at that. Uh, holler at us however you want to, we're really receptive people and yes, we will see you. So I guess we're doing it next, next Thursday, then at six will be the second.
2: Yeah. Next, next podcast. Um, as far as the live show goes still trying to organize that uh, working with this many musicians in so many different places. has been kind of a unique challenge. Um, but yeah, hopefully that'll be this week as well. Uh, either during the week or this weekend, upcoming weekend.
0: Which damn on that note, I've been sitting in front of the computer coding like nonstop for the past week. <laughs> I'd have no problem firing up StreamYard and just making it kind of like an open sandbox if anyone ever wants to just jam on this thing and be broadcasted, getting
2: exposure wherever. That would be a great idea as well.
0: Yeah, that'd be something that I'd totally be willing to do. I mean, we have six people that can be on here and I could totally even be off deck. So, I mean, I could just be off deck like shuffling people as they come in and typing away. Maybe occasionally I do a shameless plug, like on this banner down here. You know, like, "Hey man, we just did this on this site. You should totally check it out, bro. This is new."
2: <laughs> I like that idea. But I, I would...
0: oh, go go on, Let's finish that. I thought you're finished.
2: Oh no, I I am. I was just gonna agree. I think that's an awesome idea. It's a good way to gain some traffic and you know, kind of keep things being advertised. I like it. Uh, Yeah, but
0: anyways, um, everyone watching, catch us next Thursday at 6 p.m. You can catch us now every Thursday at 6 p.m. moving forward. Uh, If you want to jump up on one of these things, if you want to jump on any of our other live streams, if you want to be involved in any ways, do not hesitate to reach out to us. We're not hiding, people. We may be sheltering at home, but we ain't hiding. That's it. And with that, I think we're ready to sign
2: off. All right. Well, have a good one, man, and thanks everybody that viewed.
0: Oh yeah, I always forget you have to two buttons. <laughs> <laughs>